without a further ado, we're going to move on to the next event. So, in the this, uh, she is the matron of the NEM Blockchain Center. You can anything to do with the NEM Blockchain Center. She is the boss, <laughs> uh, and she is our business development events coordinator. Uh, and mostly, she's a very fierce Catalan. <laughs> uh, so, I'm very proud to present to you, Silvia Barredo. Hi, everyone. Okay, so I'm supposed to talk about NEM and explain what's NEM, but I just changed my opinion and actually talk about the community in blockchain and the role of women in this community. So, when we talk about community, Blockchain community is one of the fastest and grow like fastest growing right now on the whole planet and really growing really fast in Asia. But sometimes we wonder what's the paper of women in this community because we all know it's not too big but it's growing. And this event is an example and there is events around all the world uh, promoting women in tech and in blockchain. So first of all I'm going to focus on the workforce and the workplace of women, not just in tech, but everywhere. Um, if you see this graphic, there is only 9% on all the industries that actually women are CEO, CEOs. And most of the women, they're actually on the staff roles and junior roles. I will get back later to that and why it's like this. And then, for example, you have here IT, where it's only at 5%. It's not the worst one, but it's not the best one. It's just around in the middle. Then if we just go in the industry as a whole, we have here, where is it? Computer and mathematics is 23%. Then we have the gender uh, wage gap, which I'm just not gonna go to it. We all know it exists, but I'm just not gonna touch it. This is another fight we need to fight. <laughs> So I'm just gonna focus on the share of women. So it's not too bad, but what I wanna focus is on this. The closer it is to, as, to minus two, it's much harder to actually hire women. So it means there is a shortage of women that actually they are tech and they know about this. So this is a lot linked to actually why there is not enough women in blockchain on the moment. It's not that there is no interest, it's actually they don't study this career, they don't have the knowledge in the moment, but it's gonna change with the years, and I think like maybe five years from now, it's gonna get really better. So if we see blockchain itself, this data is just not really official, it's what I have seen, and what other people have seen, there is no studies yet of saying, this is how many women is actually working in blockchain. So for example, only five to seven percent is crypto investors, that's almost nothing. Okay, 95% is me blockchain enthusiast. So again, we are only 5%. But 30 to 40% of the conference attendees is actually women. So what's going on here? It's actually interest. It's just we are not there, but we want to be there. So I think this is really interesting. And yeah, around 4 to 6% of workers in blockchain space are women. So I think blockchain, we can say, is even worse than other tech, you know, tech industries is even worse represented for us. But it doesn't have to be a bad thing because it's something really new. So I'm going to talk something, it's called glass ceiling. I don't know if any of you know what it means, but I'm sure you have experienced it in your life. That means that, okay, let's say I'm a woman and, okay, let's put this up, okay? We're all the same, okay? We just study the same, we have the same skills, the same degree, everything is the same. But he's just a guy, I'm a girl. 
That's the only difference. When you just go to the same company, he will go higher than me just because he's a man. Even if we're just exactly the same, just because there is this like uh, thinking that women are not capable enough even if we are. That's called the glass ceiling. And in some industries, it's worse than another uh, industries. And I think blockchain can break this. Blockchain can actually change this. Uh, so yeah, there is a factors on this glass ceiling. First of all, education. This is the most important one. What do we teach our kids, our new generations, about what to study, what to not, equality. Not the woman it's better than men. It's just equality, we are the same, okay? Important to put that. <laughs> uh, but this takes time. This is not just like it's going to happen from next year. This is going to take generations. Then is the GDP of a country. How fast is growing? I think in Europe or US, it's better. You can see more women out there, but it takes longer to change. Here, Malaysia or Southeast Asia, maybe it's more conservative country, but it's changing. It's growing. So we can actually push it and make the change faster than Europe and America. And then you have culture and history. This is the big ones. So you need to go back to Second World War and the 20s, the American dream. You know, the role of the woman was just to stay at home, take care of the kids, you know, nothing the husband will provide, you will never work. And everything changed with the Second World War when Americans had to go out there. Women had to be there working. And once they returned, they just pay women to go back to the house and take care. Some of them did it, but some of them they say, no, I like this, I like to work. But what happened, these women, they just, on the workforce, they were just, if we actually go back, they were just on these roles, the junior roles and the staff roles. They actually never got time to get to this part. And this explains why today is like this. And you know, you will be like, oh yeah, my grandpa is a bank CEO or someone CEO. So it will be always a man because of the history and the culture. So this is really difficult to change. So what happened with blockchain? There is no culture, there is no history, it's a new thing. You cannot say, oh yeah, my grandpa is a CEO of a blockchain. Well, maybe he is, but he just opened it, he just started. You know, it is not like 50 years old company. So it's a new thing, so you already changed two of them. So you just need to change the education part. So I think that's why blockchain come in place. Yeah, it's true, it's almost no woman, but this woman has a really heavy role and power to change things. Another thing is uh, skills in blockchain, right? If you go to construction, you say there is no woman, but of course, physical work, I think it's involved on it. But in blockchain, it's just your brain, right? You can deliver results, you can be professional, you can be a leader, and you have the same skills as any other person. So there is actually no, nothing that actually stops you to be as good as any other person out there. So I think this is another thing that, you know, we can take it and we can own it. Okay, I'm gonna put the example of Nemo Malaysia, okay? When I entered, I entered back in November. We were only three. I was the only woman out there for <laughs> a long time. We were like five or six guys, I was the only one. Now I can probably say nowadays, we are more <laughs> women than guys. <laughs> so I think I'm happy about that. And the best part is not, we are not just in one place. We have FinTech, we have Ivy, we have Business Development, we have Jessica, Finance is all women, uh, we have HR, so we have, in all the parts of the company, we are present. It's not like you say, oh yeah, you have more women, but I'm sure they're all in administration. We also have in higher levels like Jasmine. So we're just all over 
the company. And I think this is a good example that we need to recreate in other countries and other companies. You just start from the bottom, you show it works and it's possible. And this is a little my opinion of what I see and I think this is like a good practice, like bad practices. First of all, all women panel discussions. I'm sorry, but I think this is a big no. Why? Because the typical question they're gonna ask you is, so how is to be a woman in blockchain? That's the first thing. That's a big no. Ask me how to change, how to improve, how am I gonna make a change in blockchain? So they will focus the panel discussion 50%, I'm sure, on that. If there is woman, they need to be on the, you know, on the panel with men. They don't need to be like on a separate one. You're, asked, you're giving them like a, a special treatment. If they're good, just put them out there. Just don't put them. So I discourage if any one of you get invited to speak, it doesn't have to be in blockchain, it can be anything, banking, anything. It's just actually get invited, say no. Tell them I deserve to actually be with everyone else. I don't have to be in a special place. Also, there's a low rate of speakers, women speakers in a lot of conference, blockchain being one of them. There is so many blockchain conference, blockchain events every week. Like this week, there is two blockchain events in Malaysia at the same time in Kiel. That's just an example. And you see the agenda, all of them are men, like most of them. You just tell them, why you don't actually put more women, just push the conference, the people that do the conference, the, by the way, actually they are women, most of them. Like the project, uh, project directors on the, on the conference companies, most of them are women. But they know they sell more tickets if they are men. I have been working one of them. I've been doing these agendas and I know how they think. But I think it's something that need to change on that part of the event and conferences. Also related to this event, I think it's good to have this kind of events, but they don't need to be the norm. That means not only to do groups to support women, because those people that think that women are not enough, and I'm saying women also, I'm not referring only guys. There is a lot of women that actually don't support women, okay? They say they are just lazy, you know, like they actually, we don't work like guys. So it applies to women and men. They actually not gonna come here. They're not gonna be here because they don't believe that. So. I believe we need to push this kind of events organizations, but we, we don't have to forget we need to go to the mainstream events. And there is there when we need to push it and, and show. Yeah, and don't assume before you know. That happens in a lot of events. They come to me, they thought I was the girl just giving brochures, just because I'm a girl. It's like, oh no, you don't know anything about blockchain. Can I speak to someone? Because you clearly are not the person. They just thought I was like the typical girl, like, hi, a brochure, hi, a brochure. Right, so they just assume they don't even ask, and I'm sure it happened before to some of you, right? So yeah, I think these things need to change. A lot of things is related more to the event sphere. That is what I experience and what I live doing events. And then some best practices, I would say, because as I said before, it's only four to six percent women out there. It represents a lot. When a guy just go out there and don't, you know, say something bad, it doesn't really affect that much because it's 90%. So it represents a lot more. But if you only have one speaker or whatever, one person, one woman in blockchain, is, it's not good enough or they do bad practices, it's gonna affect a lot more the community. So I think for us, we need to be leaders and also people to look out. Uh, when I start to work, I'm from Spain, I'm not even from Malaysia, obviously. Uh, <laughs> 
So it happened to me also. It's the same way. It was the same way as here. I didn't have anyone to look out. There are always guys. I never had anyone to see, whoa, when I grow up, I want to be like you, right? I even experienced a typical, like, you know, you're just not enough because you're a girl in that time, you know? So just shadow the guy. So I think the, all the women that are speaking today, that they're out there, they just need to represent, to be a role model for those new generations. They, they just don't have that much hope. They really like blockchain or any other thing, but they don't have anyone to look up for. So yeah, it's just to be a, a role model and to support other women initiatives. A lot of times, as I say, happen, we don't support each other and I think it's important. And also to give feedback, of course, if you know they are not correct of what they're saying. So I think this is all of my presentation. I just wanted to, I know it's a lot of people talking about blockchain, but I just wanted to give a little, you know, like analysis or opinion of, you know, how is everything in blockchain right now? And I think there is a lot of potential to change things for women. We just need to fight for it. Uh, it's not easy. And I think education is the point right now we need to fight. We need to study tech. We need to be tech women. There is not enough. And in the moment we solve that, we'll be there. I'm sure we'll be there. And we'll, there will be a lot of CEOs and a lot of important women, like, you know, like, going with them amazing projects in blockchain. We just need to improve now the education part and to tell small, like, small girls, it's okay to study tech. It's okay. It's not a guy's degree or career. So yeah, and about the enterprise training, yeah, you have the details here if anyone wants to learn about blockchain. It's just from the beginning. Uh, so if you don't know anything about blockchain, it's okay. If you know, we even have tech training for developers. So we cover kind of everything. So it's going to be 3rd October, uh, just on the same place. And you can just go to our NEM Malaysia website and register. So thank you.